In a world in which movies struggle to find plot, Alan Adams of The Main Edge breaks it down for you in Pass the Popcorn. Now on Downtown with Rich Kimball. Let's all go to the lobby. Hey, hey. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's talk movies. Let's all go to the Alan Adams joins us here in studio for Pass the Popcorn. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm well, thank you. And you? I'm doing okay. Doing Just okay. Chatting in the break. Students back on campus. They huh? sure are. Woo. Uh, and uh, yeah, and I'm, I mean, I'm sure it's uh, I'm sure it's a similar feeling to, to, to what you've you've had over the years, but it's like. Man, it's like I, I look around and I'm like, how how are these how are these children in college? <laughs> like, how is this possible? Yeah. Uh, and it's just uh, it's just a reminder that uh, well, time marches on, and uh, I am uh, I am slowly decaying as yeah. uh, as the as the days pass. <laughs> it's fine, you know, nothing like uh, nothing like a dose of your own impending mortality with your morning coffee. Yeah, I, I go the other way. It's like <laughs> I have run into uh, several former students at various events this summer. And I'm like. How are those how are those kids I had in high school, what seems like five years ago, now 48 years old? Right. How did that happen? Because <laughs> that would mean I'm, oh, God. Yeah, don't do the math. No. Never no, do the math. Bad, bad. Um, but no, it's good. Like, there's, uh, I will say, there's always a, a really lovely energy uh, on campus uh, when the students have just returned. You know, everyone's all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Their, their spirits haven't been crushed. <laughs> Like they're just uh, they're very they're just excited to be there, yeah. and it's like you know it's you just you just want to just take them and just gently tell them uh, just hold on to this in you know late November and mm. mid February. Mm. Like remember this feeling because uh, you know it's it's not always it's not all going to be sunshine and shorts on the mall. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's good. There's a chance it's going to get bleak out there. Yeah. So yeah. You know, uh, remember that 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 last class before Thanksgiving break. <laughs> it's going to be as cold as you've ever been in your life walking across the mall. Yep, and then uh, and then when you get back, well, it's going to get colder. Yeah, <sighs> but then there will be those three days after final exams in the spring where it'll be great, and you'll wish you could stay. Yep, when you're uh, when you're uh, when you're moving stuff out of your dorm room, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's going to be beautiful. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Welcome to Maine. Go Blackbeards. <laughs> yes. Ah, goodness. You know, I'll, I'll see kids in a couple of days here. I always love the first day of school. Too. Sure. I get, I, get, I get pumped up. I can't sleep well the night before, even after, well, this will be my, this will be my 35th year. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I started at three. Um, <laughs> so I'm excited. Bring them on. Let's do this No, thing. it's like, it's very exciting. And, uh, and again, like, you know, you just like, you walk up and you walk in the hallway and it's like, and you know, there are full classrooms and there's all this sort of this, this wonderful energy and, and everybody's really, really jazzed. And, uh, I think, uh, you know what? I think, I think 2023, 24 is going to be a good year on the, on the old UMaine campus. I, I really so. do. There we go. Well, let's talk movies. Uh, what have you seen since our last visit? Well, I didn't go to the movies, uh, at all this weekend. Um, the options were kind of limited. Uh, there was, uh, uh, well, uh, stop me if you've heard this one. Uh, Liam Neeson, uh, is, uh, is forced <laughs> by circumstances, uh, to exact revenge on, on people to rescue his family. Like there's one of those this weekend. I believe it's called retribution, but I might be making that up. Uh, there's a, some sort of weird faith-based baseball movie that I was initially intrigued by. And then I dug a little deeper and I'm Oof. like, yeah, no pass. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the one about the kid who, played video game car racing and then became a real racer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave Harbour's in it. So right. I'm like, okay, that's yeah. that's probably okay. Uh but uh you know, uh, instead I uh I decided to, you know, 
not do any of those. No. And instead, I stayed home and watched a couple of uh, actually kind of like big ticket streaming movies. Nice. Well, tell us all about it, if you will. Well, first off, um, uh, on Netflix, uh, we've got another, uh, you know, another in the c- continuous onslaught of Adam Sandler movies coming to us <laughs> from that particular streaming service. Uh, this one is uh, this one is titled uh, "You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah," <laughs> uh, and then on Hulu. Uh, we have a very stupid sequel to a very stupid movie, uh, and uh, so I, I also watched uh, Vacation Friends Two, uh, which sounds like it's probably, which sounds like it could be an Adam Sandler movie, but it's not. Uh, although he has definitely made, uh, if not, uh, if it wasn't titled that, it was definitely the the vibe was definitely Vacation Friends. <laughs> so, um, so which would you like to hear about first? Oh, well, let's go with Sandler. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know. There have been many jokes made in the past about how uh, Mr. Sandler uh, uses uh, his filmmaking sort of situation to basically take extended vacations with his friends and family. Hmm. Uh, we have uh, we haven't gone anywhere necessarily, but we've really dialed the nepotism up to eleven with this one because, <laughs> uh, like, his wife and both of his daughters uh, have prominent roles in this movie. Um, <laughs> Including the first starring turn uh, for Sonny Sandler, uh, who is uh, his uh, his younger daughter. Um, she is the uh, uh, she uh, plays the uh, Stacy Friedman, who is uh, the uh, the the young lady of the titular bat mitzvah. Uh, but yeah, the basic just is uh, we have young Stacy Friedman again, uh, as I said, Sonny Sandler, uh, who uh, is uh, preparing uh, for her bat mitzvah. Uh, you know the, the Jewish rite of becoming a woman. Um, and she, uh, but she lives with her uh, with her parents, uh, uh, Danny. That would be Adam Sandler and Brie Adina Menzel, because okay, <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, along with her uh, with her older sister, uh, uh, Ronnie, uh, played by Sadie Sandler. <laughs> so just it's Sandler's all around. Uh, now Stacy uh, Stacy's uh, best friend Lydia uh, Lydia Rodriguez Katz is also going to be having her uh, bat mitzvah. Uh, uh, hers will come first, uh, and her parents, uh, played by uh, Jackie Sandler. So, so Sad- Sandler didn't have his wife play his wife. She he, <laughs> she just played someone else's wife. Uh, well, ex-wife, uh, the ex-wife of uh, the uh, delightful and woefully underused in this movie, Luis Guzman. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, and so uh, and then it's basically your standard sort of uh, you know middle school, high school, coming of age kind of thing. Like uh, our, our girl Stacy has a crush uh, on uh, on Andy Goldfarb, uh, who's a soccer-playing kind of a D-bag, but, you know, those are the sorts of dudes that uh, tend to be the crushes in these kinds of movies. Uh, she and Lydia are besties, uh, but uh, as uh, circumstances develop, including uh, some love triangles, uh, some... Uh, you know, one of you know, one girl gets sort of embraced by the cool crowd, and and you know, the others get kind of get shut out, and so relationships get complicated, uh, culminating in, uh, well, in some frankly disastrous uh, bat mitzvah events, um, and uh, yeah, and there you go, and then we have uh, our young lady trying to to navigate it all uh, as she uh, you know also tries to learn her portion of the Torah and uh, and try to figure out how to have just the best darn bat mitzvah. That uh, <laughs> this uh, vaguely defined, I assume Connecticut suburb has ever seen, <laughs> and there we have it. Um, <laughs> look, 
like Sandler's, Sandler's cashing checks. Like we all know that's what he's doing. As far as his entries into the Netflix canon go, this one's fine. Like it's fine. Like it's it's uh it's it's inoffensive. Uh it's uh it's it's sweet in its way. There are some some very cute moments. I'm a sucker for coming of age movies. Uh, boys, girls, doesn't matter. Like I really I so I I love stories about that time in a young person's life. Uh and as far as that goes, this is perfectly fine. Uh some, you know, some ridiculous you know, goofiness happens. None of the real gross-out stuff. I feel like I feel like Sandler's sort of aged out of a lot of that in some ways. Um, you know, I mean, his like it. It's still kind of dumb, but it's not like it, it's not as like weird and gross-out as some of his <laughs> earlier stuff has been. Uh, he's settling into his, uh, you know, his dad phase. I think pretty strongly, <laughs> uh, both in terms of you know as a you know as a filmmaker uh, and as an actual dad, because again. Uh, can't be stressed enough. His entire freaking family is in this movie, um, and all like well, all like all in prominent roles too. But they, but they didn't go anywhere uh, tropical or fun, you know? Right? It's like uh, I mean, apparently, uh, you know, apparently not a lot of bat mitzvahs on the Big Island. Like I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's uh, you know, it, oh yeah, we couldn't we couldn't you know find a, a you know a sandals resort to to have our bat mitzvah at. I don't know. Uh, but again, it's sweet. Everyone seems like they're having fun. Uh, the you know every the one thing you you can't you can't deny about you know an Adam Sandler joint it's that everyone who's there is clearly having having a good time. Like everyone clearly enjoys the process of making these movies. Whether whether or not we're you know the the, the end result is high art. Uh, the you know uh, spoiler alert it's not. But. Uh, it's, it's a perfectly acceptable way to pass the time. And honestly, I think uh, for younger people, I think this movie might resonate a little bit, mm. honestly. Like, it's uh, it's got some very nice messaging uh, mixed in there uh, among the nepotism. Nice. Yeah. All right. You know, and I, I've come maybe not full circle on, on Sandler, but I, I really appreciate what he's done for some of those older friends of his who aren't getting a whole lot of work but can always count on a paycheck from him. Well, that's the thing. Like, like there's no, there's no denying that he's a loyal dude. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And that's, I mean, and in Hollywood, especially like that's saying something mm. and, uh, you know, and, you know, knock on wood, but, uh, you know, like whether you like what he does or, or you don't, there's nothing out there to, to indicate that he's anything other than a, than a decent dude. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, and that's another thing that's like, frankly uh, unfortunately rare mm. out there but like you never you never hear a bad word about the guy nope. you know and that's i think that's you know that's reason enough for him to be able to keep doing what he's doing even if it's not necessarily everybody's cup of tea right we're talking with alan adams here on downtown all right as for your other home viewing experience <laughs> so uh so a couple god is it, is it already a couple years ago at some point during the during the pandemic uh when i was uh, when i was solely watching streaming movies uh, one of the ones that came across was uh, a movie called Vacation Friends on Hulu. Uh, starred uh, Lil Rel Howley, Howry, uh, and John Cena uh, as uh, people who go on uh, you know, two, they're parts of two separate couples who wind up encountering each other on a vacation and, uh, you know, chaos ensues, etc. Uh, you know, they're, they're antagonistic at the beginning, but they become friends at the end. Hence, Vacation Friends. Uh, well, 
Apparently that movie was was well received enough to uh, to get a sequel because now we have Vacation Friends two. <laughs> uh, it's uh, written directed by uh, Clay Tarver, uh, who was also uh, I believe he uh, co wrote the the first one. Um, the Harry and John Cena are back, as well as their uh, respective mates, uh, played by Yvonne Ori and uh, Meredith uh, Meredith Hagner. And uh, yeah, this time uh, they're going to they're going to the Caribbean. Uh, and they're going together to a big resort because they're all friends now. Uh, our uh, our friends, uh, uh, you know, I'm just going to call them John and Meredith because here's the thing. Their names don't matter. doesn't matter what they're called. I think John Cena's character's name is Ron. Uh, and I think Lil Rel Howery's <laughs> name is Marcus. But I, you know, I like gun to my head. I'm not I, I couldn't guarantee you that. But anyway, uh, so they're uh, the they're the party animals. They've just had a kid, uh, but they're, they're they're they've brought their baby along for this vacation. Uh, that they have been invited on uh, by by Lil Rel and Yvonne, uh, who uh, you know are basically bringing them to this beautiful Caribbean resort. Turns out there are ulterior motives because uh, our man Marcus, uh, his construction company is bidding on a on a hotel project back in their hometown of Chicago, uh, being run by the same outfit that operates this resort, and so he's there to give a presentation to the the, the big boss of this company. However, um, you would think because of the events of the last movie that the, the party hardy ways of, uh, of, of John Cena and his wife uh, would, uh, would wind up causing problems. Uh, not the case, because what happens is John Cena's father-in-law shows up out of nowhere. <laughs> his wife's dad, uh, played by Steve Buscemi. Nice, so so nice. there you go. Uh, he's just out of jail. Uh, and he's come to uh, to help his uh, to help his daughter celebrate on her belated honeymoon with uh, with her husband, who he has never met because, again, he has been in prison. Uh, as you might imagine, uh, our man, uh, our man, Steve Buscemi, has some uh, ulterior motives of his own for showing up in this place and winds up dragging everybody into the convoluted schemes surrounding it. All the while, uh, Lil Rel is just trying to get it together long enough so he can give this presentation and land this massive, massive project that will uh, likely uh, make the fortune of his, uh, of his construction company. And, you know, we get some party scenes and some, uh, some ridiculous nonsense. Uh, and, uh, you know, and at one point, uh, you know, we may or may not go to Cuba illegally like you know it just it gets weird um you know there's uh there's surfing and uh and uh drinking and uh and general uh debauchery and chicanery and uh, mm. all sorts of arrays uh and uh and, and there we have it uh i'll be real rich not a lot happens in this no. movie uh it's very much a sort of a hangout buddy comedy kind of thing uh the first one worked like i enjoyed it well enough this one Eh, I mean, it's fine. Like adding uh, adding Buscemi to the mix is certainly helpful. Like he's one of those guys who like doesn't matter the the quality of the material doesn't really mm -hmm. matter. Like he elevates whatever he's in. Um, again, the the sort of uh, weird heart of gold bro sort of persona that Cena has cultivated is working well here. Uh, there's the they're just jam packed with foul language, uh, which is you know I'm I'm always down for some curse words. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, uh, and uh, but I don't. There weren't a ton of laughs for something that's you know that's billed mm. you know billed as a comedy. Like again, it's 
it's one of those movies that is a perfectly fine way to pass the time. But if you don't seek it out, like you're not going to be missing a whole lot. And uh, and sure, like maybe you're a maybe you're a vacation friends completist, and you're like, oh wow, there's a sequel to that great movie that I saw in the middle of quarantine. Uh, maybe I'll watch that. Uh, I don't. I can't imagine who that person is, but I'm sure they exist. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, but yeah, like I, I had a perfectly good time, but, uh, I can't really, it's not a particularly strong recommendation. We'll put it that way. Uh, yeah, you'll, uh, it, uh, it is, uh, it is less than two hours long. So there you go. So there you go. There you are. It, uh, it, it, it moves pretty quickly (laughs) as far as those things go. Wow. And you know, it's, uh. You know, I like seeing. I you know, like. I'll be. I'll be honest. Like, I like seeing Cena get work. Like he's yeah. like he's doing a good job. I think they'll might put that in their blurb. Less than two <laughs> hours long. Alan Adams. Oh man, <laughs> yes. Uh, God only knows where they'll go on vacation. Friends three. <laughs> but they'll go. Oh, they you absolutely know. will. Uh, I'm. I'm assuming. I'm assuming Sandler and his family will be there. Yeah, no uh, it's, about it's it. about that time. Uh, but yeah, no vacations. Friends two. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Thank you so much, Alan. My pleasure. Good to see you again. So did, you, uh, did you watch any of uh, Mookie Betts' return to Fenway this weekend? You know, I saw some clips. I didn't see it like live in the moment, but yeah, miss him. Yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, turns out he's still pretty good. Seven for 15, a homer, five runs, four runs batted in, played outfield, played second. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> But I mean, like, I mean, we are, I mean, we have, I mean, we have Kike Hernandez, man. Like, oh, he traded him too. He's, he's well, a Dodger now. <laughs> why, why, why can't we just keep our second baseman slash outfielders? Right. Pablo Reyes, we're all set. Oh, man. Yeah. Mookie, I'm sure, and I'm sure he just, he rolled out of Fenway and found a bowling alley and, and <laughs> you know, put down a string of 280s exactly. too, just because, yeah. you know, because he can. Just because he's that guy. Yeah. It's, uh, well, welcome back, Mookie. Yeah. Like, there you go. It's a shame. It's a it's a shame you left. Have you uh, have you drafted your fantasy football team yet? We are actually going. We are waiting v- right up till the last minute. So our uh, our our draft will actually be uh, actually a week from tonight. Oh, so uh, yeah, nice. we'll be doing one on um, on uh, the the evening of Labor Day. Is there is there a show Labor Day? We got a show. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we'll uh, we'll go in. It's a keeper league, so I have to decide. I have a couple of guys that I know I'm going to keep, and there's a couple I'm on the fence about. Um, who's your franchise kicker now that your, your captain is oh, man. long gone? Like it's, it's one of those things where like one of the easiest decisions, like one of the easiest parts of fantasy football was always, Oh, it's like, I'm going to do Sebastian Janikowski and, uh, my, uh, uh, my, uh, my compatriots in this league who could have made it a whole thing. Didn't because they're gentlemen. Yes. For the most part. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it's so I like I've been I've become a lot like everybody else where I'm just kind of streaming kickers and yeah. stuff and I just it just doesn't feel right. Nope. I miss it. <laughs> uh but I'm sure I'm sure I'll find somebody that I can kind of latch on to. So. I hope so. But uh but I will say uh I'm I'm keeping Ramonde Ramondre Stevenson. I'm, yeah. I'm feeling very good about him. You should. I'm feeling very good about him. He's got Zeke behind him. He's yeah, he's all set to go. Yep. Rested and refreshed. Thanks, Al. Hey, my pleasure.